I got a question that's like related to policies, and I didn't know what to say. Oh no! <laughs> my mind was blank, and I was like, "Oh, can I have a few minutes to think about it?" And it, my mind is like blank, and I didn't know what to say. And I ended up saying like, "I'll support this policy." <laughs> Welcome to the Probably Not Legit podcast. We're your hosts, Alia and Zachary. This podcast is about us as an interracial couple based in Beijing, who are eager to discuss some serious and not so serious topics about everyday life in China. Second part of the test is the demo teaching. You have twenty minutes to prepare, and you have ten minutes to do the demo teaching part. Why don't we take a look at some of the terms? <laughs> Yeah, we we were taking a look at a we were looking at it before, so there are terms like grammatical terms. Uh, let, let's take a look at it. Simple ones like noun. We all know what's what what is a noun. We yeah. have countable noun, uncountable noun, proper noun, abstract noun, and and what and what I don't know. You don't know. <laughs> I don't know the all these. I mean, I teach grade four, so the 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 most we get into is like we did like possessive pronouns recently. I mean, I don't really. I'm not very familiar with like the deep grammar okay, stuff. Okay, let's continue. Imperative sentence. Is that like a command? Yeah, yeah, like eat it. Yeah. Sit down. Stand up. All right, so we've done pretty well so far. Yeah, maybe not for <laughs>、uh, me. Let's take a look at the speech term, like for colloquial English. We have some terms. Loss of plosive. <laughs> I don't know, but you mentioned it. The other day, and it was something with like the, isn't it like the ba ta, when you have like the, the breath comes out from the letter, maybe it's like it becomes part of the next letter, so you don't hear the b, yeah, or the t. Yeah, you don't stress. You don't that. stress that. So stress. Stress. Okay, sense group. I don't know. So when you read a sentence, um, maybe for native speakers you don't realize it, but when you read a sentence. Do you pause somewhere in particular? Yeah. Let's take a look at this sentence. Can you read this for me? If there is a kid who has autism in Miss Lee's class. So I heard that you stopped here, and here. So you stopped. If there is a kid. Yeah. Who has autism? Yeah. In Miss Lee's class. Right. So we call this sense group. Oh.、Okay. Sense group one, two, three. So sense groups are. Something native speakers don't realize, but you separate the sentence in specific places, yeah, so that your speech sounds more smoother.、Mm. All right, next one. Rhythm. Usually, just in poems, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm. I can't believe I'm educating an American about <laughs> <laughs> these terms. <laughs> All right, so now come to demo lesson. Usually. Uh, when you teach, there are two types of teaching method. So let's see if Zachary knows what's a PPP style of teaching. PPP. Yeah. Style of teaching. Yeah. Can you guess? It's a、uh, teaching way process. Three some, three nouns. It's something like oh really? I thought it was like present, practice, produce. Yes, there you go. Oh, it can also be presentation, practice, and production. Right. So usually, where when do you use this teaching method? So present would be with your like like introducing the material、mm-hmm. as like a lecture form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Practice is maybe where you have them working in a group、mm-hmm. on something, 
and then production would be like individual mm. or if you want them to like like use what they learned so maybe you you um maybe you have them maybe you do a lecture to introduce it maybe you have them do like a simple worksheet and then at the end you have them write their own sentence or something yeah very good so from my understanding this way of teaching is really good for teaching like grammar vocabulary and uh, yeah speaking lessons right so basically when you teach grammar then obviously you need to present the grammar right right uh, how do you present it usually you'll uh, list like the sentences and have kids to find what's like they have in common and then you deduct the grammar rule because now they don't the bureau don't really encourage teachers to just blatantly teach the grammar rules they want kids to discover it by themselves yeah so you can i mean i, I think i mentioned this the other day where i had a sentence and it was like joe and bob um want to buy something in the store joe and bob have a dollar joe and bob um use the dollar at the store to buy a pen so then you can find out and then you you basically have these three sentences and it's like okay now make the sentences shorter mm. uh, and you don't give the instruction you're just using it as a, as, a, as an introduction as a provocation because maybe some of the kids already know oh i can use a pronoun instead of joe and bob so then you can also have an understanding of well who knows this and who doesn't know this and even then maybe they find another way of making the sentences shorter that you didn't even think of or wasn't the main idea of the instruction so the second way that you can be using for teaching is PWP. So what are they stand for? Present, witness. No, no. No, no. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> pre, while, and post. Oh, pre, while, and post. So pre reading, while reading, and post reading. Oh, okay. So you might be familiar with it now. So there are activities you can do to pre. For example, pre reading. Maybe you need to deal with some difficult vocabulary. Yeah. Difficult vocabulary and also maybe like the main idea mm. of what the thing is. And then while be getting the, the gist. So we have two ways of reading, right? Like skimming, scamming. Well, there's lots of different types of reading. But I mean, while reading would be maybe you need to have some questions prepared. Yeah, because you need to find the details. And you have some other words maybe that you want them to go over. Um, usually while reading, I think is just questions mm. that you're going to ask during the reading what about post reading post reading would be maybe overall thoughts on certain things mm. and then also some other questions but more more questions related to the to the whole piece yeah not like specific questions that you would have done during like while yeah usually you can combine <clears throat> uh, activities like speaking activities or writing activities after reading class yeah you can discuss about the topic or write maybe ending for this short passage and stuff right like that. all right exciting time let's do a demo lesson shall we here is an example Zachary gonna read the example and I'm gonna read the requ requirements okay uh, a man was skiing in the mountains by himself suddenly he had a bad fall and broke his skis when he tried to stand up he found that his leg was broken and he couldn't walk so he slid down the mountain on his bottom. When he got to the bottom of the hill, he saw a house. He shouted for at least, sorry, he shouted for about five minutes before anyone heard. At last, dot, 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 
requirements. First, you need to read the passage. Two, you need to have a blackboard design. Three, you need to do, you need to in, uh, include a speaking activity in your teaching. And four, the lesson should be taught in English. All right, Zach, how about we do this? Each of us will have five minutes to prepare, and then we'll come back and then do a demo lesson. All right, guys, we're back. We just spent some time preparing. Now, Zachary, gonna go first. Okay, so I would begin by saying. Um, no, no, you gotta teach. Oh, you I have, have to 10 minutes. teach. Yeah. 10 minutes? Yes. Good morning, class. So, has first, what is skiing? What do you think skiing is? Some students raise their hand. Okay, please tell me. Cool. Yeah, very good. Um, has anyone ever gone skiing before? Yes? Cool. Um, can you tell me what is your experience skiing? Oh, that sounds like fun. Yeah? Yeah? Great. Okay, so we're going to read a passage about a man who was skiing. So we're going to do popcorn style reading. I will read the sentence. And then I'll assign the first person to read, and then you choose someone else to read the next sentence. Okay? Okay. A man was skiing in the mountains by himself. Okay? Alex, can you read that sentence, please? Oh, I messed up. Whoops. Okay. I'll read the whole paragraph, and then we'll do popcorn style. I don't know if this is going to be 10 minutes or not. We'll see. <laughs> um, so I read the whole thing. A man was skiing in the mountains by himself. Suddenly, he had a bad fall and broke his skis. When he tried to stand up, he found that his leg was broken and he couldn't walk. So he slid down the mountain on his bottom. When he got to the bottom of the hill, he saw a house. He shouted for about five minutes before he heard anyone. Before, sorry, he shouted for about five minutes before anyone heard. At last, da da da. Okay, and then I'll do the popcorn reading. That'll probably take another two minutes or so. Um, and then during the popcorn reading, I'll stop uh, and I'll say something like, uh, after the first sentence, I'll say, I'll ask, uh, was the man skiing with anyone else? And hopefully they'll say, no, he was skiing by himself. And I'll say, okay, good. Uh, just to check for understanding. Um, after the second sentence, I might ask, uh, what happened uh, to the man? It's like, well, he, he had a bad fall. Um, and then I don't remember the next like, question I was going to ask. Um, I'll, I'll ask maybe at the end something like, what, what happened? What happened to the, to the man? And then hopefully some students can, can paraphrase. Um, and then at last, dot, 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 uh, I'll say, okay, now I want everyone to think. You have one minute to think. You do not need to write, but just think three different ways to end the story. Okay. Um, so students won't always, they won't repeat themselves or they won't just say what the next, like the previous person said. And then have everyone go around and say what happens at the end of the story 
And if someone else had one of the R ideas, then they can come up with a different one. Basically, that that's basically it. Let's see how much time Zachary used. Uh, Zachary used four minutes. But the other six minutes is going to be the popcorn <laughs> you reading. Gotta, you got to act it out. Act it out. I can't act out the popcorn reading, like the kids reading, <laughs> and then acting out what the kids are going to say. That's going to take time. Yeah. Anyways, you didn't fulfill the time limits. Let's see Zachary's design, yeah? Or let's see. Zachary, can you explain your design? Okay, so I did PWP. Um, so did some pre- and then while, and then post. And then the main activity is thinking of ways to end the story. Uh, how could the story end? So I don't know, I'm not sure exactly what the, what the Blackboard design would be, except I have the reading passage on the board. Uh, I also have the pre-questions on the board. Um, and then I have the post and the activity on the board. The while wouldn't necessarily be on the board. That's kind of, yeah, maybe not very good, but Anyway. Okay, thank you so much, Zachary, for a demonstration. <laughs> okay, now it's my turn. Please time 10 minutes for me. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. Start now. Okay. Hi, good morning, class. How are you doing today? Great, I'm good too. All right, so before we get started, I would like to show you a picture. Now, please look at the screen. What can you see? All right, Zachary, please. I see a man with sticks on his feet. Very good. Okay, Grayson. Oh, really? <laughs> Grayson, Grayson sees uh, this person is doing some kind of exercise with a stick. Guys, this is called skiing. Can you read after me? Skiing. Very good. All right. Have you guys had any experience skiing? Oh, no? Okay, maybe you guys can try in the future. But if you... I think even if you haven't had any experience skiing, you probably saw it in movies or pictures or you had a friend who had skiing experiences, right? What usually happen when you ski? Okay, how about Boppa? Okay, Boppa, that's a really good story. Yeah, you might fall, right? All right, so today we're going to take a look at this passage from our textbook and we're going to find out what happened with this person. Okay, can you open your textbook to page 59? All right, now you can see a passage. Uh, before we read that, I want to show you guys a few words that I found might be challenging for you. So the first word is the one that we already explained is the word ski. All right, it's very simple. But then you can see there is a different form of ski in the textbook is skiing. <laughs> so you add ing, it turns into a verb. So ski can be both verb and noun. Um, next one is the word bottom. As you can see here, it has two different meanings, right? So it says on his bottom. So here it means a body part, but in the next sentence it says the bottom of the heel, but here it means at the down, right? At the end, not end, like at the bottom of the heel. So imagine this is a feel, this, this heel, this is the top, and this is the bottom, right? Now you got it. All right, I guess that'll be all for the vocabulary. Now I'm going to read a passage for you. When you listen, I want you to think about this question. Uh, what is the main idea of the passage? Or I'm going to read it for you. A man was skiing in the mountains by himself. Suddenly he had a bad fall and broke his skis. When he tried to stand up, he found that his legs was broken and he couldn't walk. So he slid down a mountain on his bottom 
When he got to the bottom of the hill, he saw a house. He shouted for about five minutes before anyone heard. At last, dot dot dot. All right, guys, what is the main idea of the passage? Okay, Peter. Yeah, right. It talks about a skiing experience. Good. What about Allison? Oh, it doesn't sound like a very good one. Yeah, a kind of like a dramatic one, right? Good job. How about Lucy? Hmm. It sounds like the story does not have an ending. All right. Very good observation, guys. Okay. Now we got the the main idea. It talks about a man's skiing trip and something he experienced that is. Unusual, right? Okay, how about we do some practices and find out more about it? Now, guys, take a look at the blackboard. Here are some true and false questions. You guys are gonna read it by yourself, and we're going to check your answers later. Okay, please start reading. All right, time is up. Let's check answers. Uh, okay, the first one. Can the class read the first question? The first question is: Did the guy ski by himself? What's the answer? It's false. Yeah, we can find it from the first sentence. The guy was skiing by himself.、Uh, the second one is, can you guys read the question? Yeah, the second one is the guy broke his arms. Did the guy broke his arms? No, right? We can find the answer.、It、says he found that his legs leg was broken, so it's not his arms. Very good job. I think you guys all mastered it. Congratulations. Okay, guys. So when we, I was reading and you guys were reading, you found out there is no ending to this passage. So let's do a practice. Let's write an ending for it. I know it might be challenging. So I'm gonna have four of you guys as a group, and then each group will discuss and find out an ending. Okay? You guys can have some time to discuss and write a short ending. And after that, I'll invite you guys to come up to the stage and tell us your story. Okay, please start discussion. Okay, time is up. I can't wait.、Uh, how about kid, your group? Okay, please come over here. Oh wow, that's a really interesting ending. Yeah, you were saying at last he gave up shouting, and then the door opened. An old lady, an old lady walked out of the house, and he had an evil smile on his face. And then the man and the lady was dis disappeared in the storm. Wow, that's a really good ending. It sounds kind of mysterious. Very good. Any other groups? Okay, how about that group? Hmm. Okay, that is also a very good ending. Very good job. All right, guys.、Uh, I think now we've heard all of your stories. It's time to do a summary. So, what did we learn today? Yeah, very good. We learned about a man's mysterious ski trip, and we wrote an ending for it. All right.、Um, now let's take a look at our homeworks for today. Please open your exercise book and do the homework one, two, three. <laughs> and then I've heard you guys at the beginning of the lessons you don't have much experience skiing, so I want you to do some research on the topic. Okay. So you may find pictures or videos or or, or written materials about this topic. And then we're going to have you guys to demonstrate it, demonstrate it in the next lesson. That be all, and goodbye. There,、uh, it was about six and a half minutes, but I mean, I think with all the kids answering, it would still be ten minutes. I think yours is better than mine. Why?
because you you did a better job with just like asking about the main idea for a demo like this you just have to use your best judgment um maybe a little bit slower because if there, if it's like an esl mm. it's always a, you're obviously you're not going to speak super slowly but you're not going to want to speak too fast either mm. so a, a good rule of thumb is generally like slightly slower than normal speaking speed mm. yeah okay yeah i thought i was really going really fast I could totally stretch it out to 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you probably could for sure. Yeah, so um, yeah, so that's like the interview part. Well, what do you think, Zach? Was it fun? Yeah, I mean, it's fun. It was, uh, it, it was more fun for me looking at the different questions because, I mean, I'm able to think about it from my own experience. But I think if, if the exam is more for high school kids, it's going to be a bit different in terms of the application of it. Um, and I, and I mean, the doing the, the quick lesson is, it was all right. It was good. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> um, and also being just being given like five minutes to, but I guess that's what you're going to be expected to do tomorrow, right? You have a short period of time to basically prepare a lesson. So you have to be able to just use like some basic general strategies to put something together pretty quickly, right? So definitely like good practice. And it seems like seems like you're you're pretty well prepared in general. Cool. I think I need to slow down a bit. Yeah. I mean I think you're like I said, I think your lesson's better than mine, but <laughs> because you don't know about a test. You haven't prepared for it every yeah, single day. <laughs> even though I've been teaching for like a year like well But I feel like as you teach more, you tend to forget about the structure deal. Like yeah. you just go with flow. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. Thank you so much for listening. It's a really long one and I think I might need to split the audio into two different episodes because it's like one hour and ten minutes long. <laughs> Hello, so Alia just came back from the uh, teaching demo, I guess, or the, the interview part of the uh, Chinese teacher's examination. So I think she's going to give us a follow-up to how that went. So how did it go? Uh, well, well, first of all, I think the whole thing is really well organized. I can tell the school must have done this for many, many years. <laughs> And then, uh, just like Zachary and I practiced, um, there were three parts. But then I feel like I've, I didn't really do well for the instructional questions. Because I got a question that's like related to policies, and I didn't know what to say. Oh, no. <laughs> My mind was blank. You got nervous, maybe. Maybe. I, and then after the teacher read the question, and I was like, oh, can I have a few minutes to think about it? And it, my mind is like blank and I didn't know what to say. And I ended up saying like, I'll support this policy. <laughs> and I follow, I'll follow whatever uh, the order is and blah, blah, blah. And then I feel like the, the teacher was staring at the screen and I couldn't believe the answer. <laughs> um, the second one is really, it's kind of similar to what we did uh, previously. So it, it was about like a... A kid is bullying another kid and then the parents complained about it and said something like, oh, if you can't take control of your students and let me do it, uh, what do you think of it? What are you going to do about it? And I said, like, well, first of all, 
I need to find out why did the kid bully the other kid uh, and then do something with the parents and I forgot what I said afterwards like basically have like classroom meetings parents meetings and stuff and fix it and then it comes to the the demo part I, I recited the whole passage to Zachary <laughs> have you heard of that story about, before about the the, the clown the clown and mm. the why don't you recite it again it's so fuzzy. yeah the cl- the story is uh so there was a man a middle-aged man who was depressed um and then he the reason because he was fired at the job and his wife got off with a lion lemur tamer tamer yeah <laughs> and then he was depressed for a few months and he decided to see a doctor um he was waiting in the in the line and he's he's observed things around like surrounding environments like a man was watching his ner- his watch nervously a woman is crying and a, a, a baby is is screaming and then it was his turn to get into the office the doctor thought about it and said there were, that he needed a laugh and then he suggested him to see a circus play where there's a a funny clown and then said the name of the clown is grok uh, or something croc a croc or croc croc and then the patient said, I am Croc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I need to do a reading practice, which we practice like pre, well, and after. Uh, I added like a discussion uh, in the end to discuss about uh, mental health related mm. topic. But I ran out of time, so I didn't have time to do summary and homework. So afterwards, the, the examiners asked me two questions. The first one is, what is homework going to be? The second one is I added like a specific uh, reading part. Why did I do that? I said because it's one of the requirements <laughs> to do to discuss about like how to describe like men, uh, the Man- state of mind mm. uh, in English. Yeah, so the whole thing went. Uh, I feel like it was really quick. Didn't have much time to think about it, um, and then everything was in order. Like there was no chaos. But then I I woke up so early and I did makeup. But I, but then I was wearing the mask the whole time. So it was like, mm, I should have, could have woke up later. And then there was no like something I was scared of is what if I get a question that asked me to teach grammar, but then I didn't. Yeah. So that was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it, it sounds like because when I asked you yesterday when you would be back, and you're like, oh, I'll probably be back like early afternoon. And then you messaged me like 9.30 or something. <laughs> and you're like, can you make me coffee? I'm almost home. I'm like, what? thought honey be back very late but it seemed like it was very fast yeah um because everything was in order and then you're gonna be take to one room and another um, and then everything is in order and then there's specific timeline for example you only have 20 minutes to prepare and then you go into the office like the classroom and then they're waiting for you they immediately ask you questions and you demo and then ask you follow-up questions and then that's it it's like but then the whole thing cost spent like I spent so much time doing this. Um, I started preparing in August. Took the the paper test in October, right? Yeah. And then the interview it's like months in, later in January. Well, when do you when do you find out the result? The result is in March. <laughs> <laughs> so long. Wow. So is the is this based? Because you said before that for the for the the actual written part of the test. Passing it is not based on like your score, but it's also based on the scores of other people. So the total score on the test paper is 150. Yeah. Uh, but then when they are marking the paper, they will change the total score to 150. 120, 120 due to like some equations. Okay. And then you need to get 
above 70 to pass. 70 out of 120. Yeah. Okay. And then the thing is, uh, well, it also depends on like how many people participated in the test. Right. For example, they only they would only allow 20% of the people pass. 20% of people will get 70 and above. Okay. And then the rest will get like below 70, like 69, 68. So sometimes when someone like student look at their score and they got 69, doesn't mean they're once like one point short. They would have passed, but because of the, the number of people, yeah. they've, they ended yeah. up getting beneath the percentile. Yeah. So there's somehow, I, I don't know the other word you were talking about before, like the 150 to 120, but it sounds like also there's like a percentile. You have to get in the top 20 percentile to pass. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, hopefully this went well. I mean, it sounded, it sounded like you nailed the, the teaching demo part. Yeah, or maybe not. I'm confident sure. in the demo part, but not sure about the first one. The first one. Yeah. Well, hopefully it can balance out. Yeah, I hope it doesn't weigh too much in the entire scoring system. Well, I mean, I feel like they have to ask something about policy. This but is then, China. But then the thing is, I don't know why I got that question because um, I, I feel like other people didn't get it from yesterday's test. Mm. Yeah, so unlucky for me. Yeah. It's really rare to ask about policies. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> Then that's unfortunate. But I mean, I think it sounds like you said the right thing. I mean, I mean, I feel like the right thing is always say you support it, you follow it, yeah. you listen to whatever they say, right? That's what my mentality like directly went. Yeah, because I mean, especially like in education, they want people to follow the rules. That's mm. the main thing, I think. So then at least you it was a, it was the good call to to give that answer. Just it seems that you kind of froze for a minute. I, I just didn't know what to say. I was like, I was, I wasn't, I wasn't prepared. Like I completely just didn't think about it because I thought I wouldn't be that unlucky. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we'll, um, well, whenever we find out the result, we'll, uh, we'll have maybe a short discussion about that. Later, that time, like later in on. March, yeah. well, which will be like a couple months. Couple months. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and that'll be all. And I guess, is there anything else you want to add? No, no. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening. And uh, till next time. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Say bye. Say bye. Zachary, stop pretending. <laughs> bye. Bye. Well, that will be all for today's podcast. We hope you enjoyed our discussion about the Chinese teaching certificate interview. If you're interested, please subscribe and leave a rating and review. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, probably not legit. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.